Welcome to the Wills of Grace podcast. Today we're going to talk about how we started the Wills of Grace, um, why we chose the name, and our goals. Before we actually started the Wills of Grace, we had decided to write a book. Um, It was the summer after I graduated college and my parents had spoke at an event and they came to me and said that they had this brilliant idea. They had shared um, their own parts of their story together and it was the first time they had shared it together and they just felt really great about it and for years people had been telling them that they needed to write a book and they needed to share their story with their world so they came to me with that idea and from there I think the next day we started yeah probably right away I was had always wanted to write a book, not quite sure what avenue I was going to take, and then needed just a little bit more help, and Ashley had the skills, and and just I just knew that she was the right person to ask. So we went to her and said, hey, can you help us finish this book? I had written several different things, scratches of paper, typed out some things, but just really needed someone to keep me a little more focused so we can get our story shared. Yeah, it was a tough thing to do. We knew we wouldn't be able to get it off the ground. We knew we had a story. We just needed to have a little bit more of a boost in an area of getting it all together, putting it into a form of a book. So taking scratches and stuff or talks and putting it into something that was a lot more pliable and that people could hold and actually read at any given time that they want to get the whole story because we never really had the avenue of sharing everything the the things that we share are our life but um if you really were to sit down and talk about it it would take hours which never really had that kind of a platform so this gave us that that ability to do that so we started writing for two years or three years i think and um, we didn't tell anyone. I, maybe we told our closest friends, but it was just definitely something we did in our spare time and we weren't open with we're writing a book. I think I didn't want to tell anyone because I didn't want people to, I guess, do what they do now. Hey, when's, <laughs> when's your book done? Yeah, um, what done yet? Hurry up. Yeah. Um, and so that was a big thing for me. Um, I also, I guess, just didn't want to, you know, have me continue to say I'm writing a book and then nothing ever gets done with it. Mm-hmm. But um, I think a couple years into it, you know, there was this thing of you should start a blog or, you know, different ways to share or blog your book. And so mm-hmm. um, we had started that. Um, you know, as just a different way to share with people what we were doing and how we were doing it. Um, and so that's how we began the wills of grace. Yeah, because at the beginning stages, just the book process itself was just a matter of Ashley running around recording us and taking our recordings and putting them into into paper and then. With her research, she quickly found out that we really needed some social media following and we needed to to really just get out there more and not just keep our 
you know, our growth with our book just under our roof and let people know and share. And so that's where she started building the website and getting the wills of grace off the ground so that people just knew a little bit more about our lives as we were progressing through the book process. Yeah, it became a really good area for people to come and find us. We, we now could tell them this is where you could go see or hear or get a little bit of a taste of what we have to offer. So yeah, there was a lot of things that, you know, we didn't think think of when we were saying, hey, let's go ahead and write a book. But that's why Ashley had to come on board and, and make all of this happen for us because with her research, it ended up showing we needed a website. Yeah, I think, so that was one of the things is I remember that mom kept asking me, well, how do people know we're writing a book? How are people going to find us? I remember she had said she'd went out with her friends and she, I think, met someone else had, who had written a book. And they said, well, how am I going to find you? And she, and I remember she mm-hmm. told me, she said, well, don't worry, you'll know about me. But, <laughs> um, <laughs> but it was this truth. It was this problem solving of, well, yeah, how are people going to find us? And you know, and I think in the beginning, we've thought, oh, we have this great story. People want to hear it. People want to know about it. Mm-hmm. And I think we still have that feeling, but we also have an understanding that it isn't that easy. It isn't just, we have this, so our, our I guess I'll put our story into a small perspective. It's way bigger than this, but it's essentially a love story about Nora and Sergio. Um, they met when they were teenagers. Um, Nora had me when she was 14. And then she met Sergio a year later. And then a year after meeting, um, he was shot and paralyzed. And so it's, you know, their journey of going through that together and sticking through and... I essentially turning their lives around. Um, and so that in itself, we thought, oh, well, that's amazing. People want to hear about that. People have been telling them, you know, for the past two decades that they want to hear that story. But we also live in a town with 3,000 people. Um, we also have, you know, this very small circle of friends. And so, um, uh, you know, there's not that room for growth without trying to present that room of growth to yourself. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, when we said, oh, you'll know us, you know, years ago, that was before we realized all of the work that it takes. Um, we're still putting in that work and we still strive to put in that work. I think we just had this understanding that we have an amazing story. People want to hear it without the understanding of we have this amazing story we have to work really hard, hard. In, in order for people to hear it yeah. <laughs> yeah the backside of that is that you still have to put that work in to be able to get it in front of people and that was the thing this gives us an avenue and put it in front of people to be able to share you know not just that it's our story and our growth but that as we as we went through it what we picked up was tricks and trades of or just learning how to motivate ourselves through hard situations, how we got mm-hmm. through things, how, how you know, as a team, as a young mom, and as a young guy that just got put into a wheelchair, how you function through life when really everything around you 
um, is telling you that you know you're not going to make it. Um, your your physicalness of what's around you too. Your every day when you open up your eyes is telling you you're not going to make this. Those were the key things that were driving us to say, hey, let's go ahead, let's get this in front of people, let's talk. But um, we 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 tended not to really know all of the hard stuff that had to come behind the scenes. And um, this is one of the major steps that helped us to get to where we needed to be. To really honestly be able to be talking to you today on this um, podcast and just sharing. You know, so this is another tool that we have that we're trying to, you know, right now at this point put our hands around it make it part of our arsenal and hopefully achieve the goal of touching the world and sharing our story because we do have an incredible story and it's a big story but thank god for ashley showing us that it's not just writing going to a computer and writing down your work it it doesn't stop there it's way beyond that it's sharing so many avenues in so many ways because there's a big world out there, and we want that world to hear our story. Well, and I think, so we we did start our blog, and it's it's still there, The Wills of Grace, and you can read it. And we just found that it was so hard to fit in writing a book and writing a blog post. Mm-hmm. And we... And living. <laughs> well, and living. And we're not, I don't want to say, okay, so writing is a very taxing craft it is not easy to be a writer and so you know writing a blog post isn't just oh let me sit down and write for me it is a little bit but I think for mom and dad it's a lot more it's out how like how long would you say it took you to write one blog post um, a couple days yeah like what five hours ten hours every time I sat down yes And so it was just, it was taking away from actually writing. And so when we wanted to start a podcast, it felt easier to sit down and talk. It felt easier. And it was, and it's also something that we do together. Whereas writing is something you do alone. It's a solitary Mm -hmm. task. Um, There are a lot of times we came together and wrote together, but you still, when you're actually writing, you still are doing it alone. And so, um, I know this was just something where that we could actually do together and it didn't, doesn't take, you know, that 10 hours of, you know, writing alone and then add on the editing and stuff like that. Um, no, that's true. This comes, and this probably comes just a little more natural to us too, I feel, because we can just talk candidly and openly and. And just a little more relaxing. I thought that at times you'd sit to do a blog post and you'd say, I got a great idea. And then I'd find myself delete, 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 delete. Or just not being able to focus and let that flow because of life and distractions or, or whatever that may be. And knowing that I was still editing our actual book on top of that. And so that got to be a little a little daunting at times. And I think when when we say we want to share our story with the world, it isn't just so that people know us or anything like that. I think it's because we've lived through this transformation and this, you know, starting point, and it's just motivating to other people. It's other people feel inspired by it and want to know more. Yeah, I would agree. I think people that 
have come up to me and they've asked, Sergio, how have you done this? I really, that really, I'm inspired by what you've been able to achieve and how you've gotten to where you're at. It's, um, I think people really just want to know that it is doable. It was possible. We didn't have a magic thing that made things happen. We just stayed pretty focused in what we wanted. We tried to get clear on, we wanted to raise a family. We wanted to have a, as normal life as possible and we worked at it. Um, we knew we were going to make mistakes. We were just meant, I think we were meant to make mistakes, but we were meant also to learn from those and then try not to repeat them over and over again. Um, getting to the point where Nora was a young mother, um, a young teen mother, and me being shot at age 18, you could already assume or envision the mistakes that we had already made in our short life. Then, you know, being able to say, hopefully that doesn't drag on into our adult life, our adult life and on, we decided to make a stop at it. And from there as a team, work at it really for the benefit of our daughter, which was Ashley at that point to say, you know, we don't want her to fall into the same traps that we fell into, that we felt didn't really help us stay away from it, didn't push us into it, but really didn't keep us away from it. And learning from those things, learning from our mistakes, and that we really did spend a lot of time saying, you know, we're not going to do that again. I can remember how hard it was really sometimes not having money to really put food on the table or buy clothes or sharing one car or being in a wheelchair and saying, I wish I could hug my wife. I wish I could change a light bulb. These everyday things that I think people experience in just different forms. And I think they were just trying to make that connection of the how, you know, and that's where I think we come into play. We don't have the magic pill. All we could say is that we got through it. We made it. We're still together. And now it's and not only And I think that's cash. what's important is to be genuine and sharing our stories with, I mean, honestly, sharing the good, bad, and the ugly and just being genuine to who we are because that is what I know drives people to want to to know our story and to take the time to read and to listen is that it was, although we experienced all those things, we tried so hard to just be live a regular life. Yeah, I would agree. Um, okay, so I'll end a little bit with a story. I always have, I always find these people that motivate me online, that make tell me that I'm doing the right thing in my life um, with, you know, taking all this time to write this book because it's been, has it been five years? It's been five years. It's yes. been five years. Five years, yes. <laughs> okay, so people constantly ask us, when is your book coming out? Why haven't you finished? And so um, I just saw this online last night before I went to bed. So there is this guy I follow on Instagram. His name is Jedediah Jenkins. And he um, lived on his bicycle for a year. Um, and then he has this really awesome video on YouTube. I think I've made you both watch it a couple of times. I think it's called 10,000 Year Journey or something like that. Um, you can look him up, Jedediah Jenkins. Anyway, so he lived on his bike for a year traveling around. Amazing story, amazing storyteller. He has this huge following on Instagram. He writes almost every day on there. He has amazing, beautiful pictures. Um, he began to write his book, and I think two years ago, he tried to sell it, and no one was interested in it. No one wanted to pick it up, 
And so he was going to self-publish. So he was speaking at a writing event and he was sitting next to Cheryl Strayed, which Cheryl Strayed wrote wild, um, really popular book, turned into a movie um, with Reese Witherspoon. And so she had asked him about his book and he had told her, well, I'm not getting anywhere with it. I think I'm going to self-publish. And she told him, don't do that. You don't want to do all the extra work that comes with self-publishing because when you self-publish, you have to market yourself. You have to do the cover designs. You have to do everything. And so she had told him, you know, don't do that. You just need to become a better writer. Your writing isn't where it needs to be. Sit down, do the work, and write better. And so he did. He, you know, became a better writer, wrote his story better than what it was, which it's already an amazing story. And I think that's the point that we have is, yes, we have this amazing story, but we have to write it well in order for it to sell. And so he ended up, he's, I think his book's coming out this fall. Um, And so I think that's an important thing that sometimes people don't understand not that they don't understand but it's just I think maybe they get excited for us and they're like oh well we want your book but um I don't want to give you a subpar book you know books are what 15 20 Mm dollars if you're gonna invest that money in us I want it to be a great book and if people if it's going to you know, be published, it has to be a great book. And I, to me, that was just such an important story is this guy has thousands of people who read his words every single day, but the fact that his book wasn't written well enough, you know, didn't give him a book deal. And I think that's, that's very important. Yeah. To Mm -hmm. me, that speaks volumes. So that's why we're going to continue to work hard. Yes. We want to give you a great book and we want to to have you excited to turn each and every page. Yes, exactly. And so that that is our ultimate dream and our goal, you know, aside from just aspiring people and being able to be in people's lives. That's that's our goal. Yeah. Anything else? No. You guys just have a great day. We'll see you again tomorrow and remember to keep rolling on. That's right.